Happy New Year, or should that be Happy New Year, or Happy New Year, I don't know, Uh, the nonsense of 2020 seems to be continuing, it's almost like the seeds we have planted as a species are continuing to grow and bear fruit regardless of our arbitrary hopes attached to our attempts to mark the symbolic march of time or something. We had a good festive season though, hope you did too. Spent the whole uh, Covid lockdown holidays hold up uh, with my in-laws in Rochester in upstate New York took uh, a lot of long walks in the woods, uh, had lots of big special meals, I got to build a fire most days, had to restock the wood pile, Santa paid us a visit, Blaze got the Lego sets he was hoping for, basically the entirety of Hogwarts Castle, um, Sierra got a lot of books and uh, art supplies and kits to make stuff. I got some scissors which can cut through bone. Yeah, bit strange. Oh, thanks. Some new scissors. No, Andy, these can cut through bone. Not sure what to make of that, really. I hope it's not an auger for the new year, 2021, the year in which the bone cutting scissors became really useful. Anyway, overall, it was as good as it could be, really. Not too cold. And we got about half a foot of snow on uh, a couple of days. So we got to do some sledding and had a truly great snowball fight with some friends down the street. As good a time, really, as could possibly be expected given the horror and misery of the year. Oh, and before we left home uh, to head up to Rochester to drive up the Susquehanna River Valley, they uh, finally called the election for Biden. After four long, tense days, we've reached a historic moment in this election. We can now project the winner of the presidential race. Today, Lester Holden, Savannah Guthrie in New York, the moment the entire country has been waiting for after a very close race. NBC News now projects that Joe Biden has won the Keystone State, Pennsylvania, and its 20 electoral votes. And that means we can now project that former Vice President Joe Biden has been elected president of the United States. He is president-elect Joseph Robinette Biden. This is a Fox News special report. Can now project that former Vice President Joe Biden will win Pennsylvania and Nevada, putting him over the 270 electoral votes he needs to become the 46th president of the United States. Donald Trump, the 45th president of the United States, uh, has vowed not to concede at this point. Legal challenges will ensue over the course of Monday and beyond. We will see what happens. So, yeah, a Biden victory. Very timely, very necessary. 
crazily closer result than it should have been, given the corrupt, treasonous shit stack he was up against. And, well, you know, as expected with all the COVID uh, mail-in ballots that needed to be counted, it took a while uh, to work everything out. So, where were you when you heard it was finally called? I remember exactly where I was. I was up a ladder on the roof, cleaning the autumnal leaves out of my gutter and quietly crying. Um, it was soon after my brother's death, so you know I was in the middle of the very raw and weepy time. And um, I'd escaped up to the roof to do something quiet and necessary while getting away from the kids, who were being a bit much. Nothing bad, but when you're in a fragile and super emotional state, then, you know, loud, joyful kids kind of running around uh, <laughs> after, you know, uh, a year of cabin fever can be a bit much to handle. Uh, Benjamin Zephaniah, the poet, said uh, once that when men start crying, it's often a real cathartic flow, like you're letting out a river of tears. The overflowing of a hundred emotional scars that have been repressed and held in check behind the hideous dam of masculinity. So, you know, maybe there was a bit of that in there too. We have a house on a corner lot with big front windows, and uh, we know a lot of the local dog walkers by sight, uh, if not by name to talk to. And there's one guy who looks like the absolute spitting image of Lebanese poet Khalil Gibran, the author of The Prophet. Um, Jen thinks he looks more like the soup Nazi from Seinfeld, but, you know, I just looked at the pictures and the truth is, you know, we're both right. The soup Nazi from Seinfeld looks a lot like Khalil Gibran. Anyway... He was walking the dog while I was up on the roof, so I'm up on the roof scooping out leaf mulch and uh, quietly crying, you know, real crying, real tears rolling down my face and mixing in with the soupy rot of dirt and bugs and all the dissolving oak leaves in the gutters. And I see him and, uh, and I think of the passage from the prophet the passage on sorrow and joy, um, the bit about how your joy is your sorrow unmasked, and the deeper that sorrow carves into your being, the more joy you can contain. Um, and, you know, as I'm haltingly trying to remember this passage, he's down there with his dog, and I watch him pull out a baggie from his pocket to pick up his dog's poo. And it just suddenly seems so absurd. And I start laughing. So I'm crying to kind of like laughter. Kind of crazy, nutsy laughter. And I almost lose it and shout out to him. Tell us, oh prophet, of dog poo. And how to gather it in plastic. That will be around for over 500 years. But I don't. I manage to rein it in. Um, but as I do, I could hear uh, a gradual scattering burst of cheering rising up from different houses and yards all around. You know, kind of prolonged. And then people start hitting car horns. 
a lot of calms coming from, you know, all different directions. And Khalil doesn't really do anything. He doesn't seem to notice. He doesn't look around. It's like he, he didn't hear it. He's so focused on the moment, scooping up his dog poo, putting it in his plastic bag. You know, he's like so intense. And he just walks off. And meanwhile, you know, there's a, a guy down the street comes out with a trumpet. There's more cheering. And then Jen came out and uh, and told me that they finally called it for Biden. Look, all I want to do is this. I just want to find uh, 11,780 votes, which is one more that we have. So, so tell me, Brad, what are we going to do? Uh, we won the election, and it's not fair to take it away from us like this. And it's going to be very costly in many ways. Well, Mr. President, the challenge that you have is the data you have is wrong. We're gathered together in the heart of our nation's capital for one very, very basic and simple reason, to save our democracy. We have hundreds of thousands of people here, and I just want them to be recognized by the fake news media. Turn your cameras, please, and show what's really happening out here, because these people are not going to take it any longer. Because you'll never take back our country with weakness. You have to show strength and you have to be strong. No dictatorship for you. reviewing Gaslit Nation from Sarah Kenzio and Andrea Chalupa. The hosts of this show are two experts who specialize in the study of authoritarian regimes and what a super useful specialization to have as a lens to study the constant attacks on our democracy from the Trump administration and his GOP handlers. In fact they've been two of the strongest voices warning us of what was going to happen and correctly predicting many of the events of these past four years from before 2016. Sarah Kenzio lives in Missouri and is the author of a couple of great books, which you should get, uh, Notes from Flyover Country, and Hiding in Plain Sight, which is the best and most concise breakdown of how Trump came to power and the long history of enabling him by allowing corruption to flourish in our country that I've come across. Andrea Chalupa made the film Mr. Jones about George Orwell's writing of Animal Farm, which uh, grew from her uh, studies as a historian into uh, Stalin's genocide. Here's a clip of them from the last episode. Uh, this week, Trump will make history as the first president to be impeached twice. Yet there are millions of people who still see him as a victim, a savior, a protector, who had a, quote, 
landslide election stolen from him. So we have our work cut out for us, America. Five people were killed in Trump's riot on the Capitol, the police officer Brian Sicknick and four hardcore Trump supporters. What we want to make perfectly clear is that um, as the opening clips of this episode showed us, that there was clear intent. This was intentional. The Trump family and their enablers knew what they were doing when they incited a violent attempted coup. That is clear over and over again. We've seen their violent rhetoric. We've seen their assault on our democracy. Absolutely. And one of the chilling things about this and about, you know, the complicity, the lack of protection, the fact that all of this was announced in advance and was not stopped, and that there has so far been relatively little move to enforce consequences. You know, we've seen scattered arrests, and that's good. A lot of those arrests came because citizens were IDing people from the publicly released video that was all over the internet. You know, like some of these guys were doing interviews with the New York Times, giving their real names, their locations, and then they show up and the FBI, you know, the FBI shows up and arrests them. So it's like, wow, uh, brilliant work, FBI. Uh, way to go for uh, really cracking that case. I mean, they, they have managed to stop other things. So I am grateful for those FBI agents who are actually trying to stop white supremacist domestic terrorist violence. But one thing that is uh, very alarming to me is that this is a prelude. There will very likely be more attacks to come. And we've been talking about this on the show for months and really for years. Next <laughs> Step in our discussion is accountability. At a minimum, Donald Trump must be banned from ever running for office again. He must be kept off social media, and we must be vigilant of the next Donald Trump. Stalin and Putin both waited in the wings. Strong men don't always announce themselves. There must be clear and visible consequences. Josh Hawley, Ted Cruz, and Lindsey Graham must be removed from the Senate. Graham joined Trump's pressure campaign against officials in Georgia in trying to overthrow the presidential election results there. This pressure campaign put targets on the heads of regular men and women working to help ensure the integrity of our election. These senators must learn they are not above the law and their actions have consequences. The companies that donate to seditious members of Congress should be named, shamed, and boycotted. Resist the Rupert Murdoch spin machine of far-right media calling for unity when these are the same ideological heirs to the traitors who ripped our country apart in the Civil War. No appeasement, no unity with impunity. Protect our democracy at all costs because the Trump family is here to stay. So is their movement, and the Republican Party has succumbed to a culture of fascism. Wow. Great episode last week, and, uh, you know, really good one. Start there. Listening to them these past years has been really wonderful medicine. Um, the show's title, Gaslit Nation, like much of what they say, really nails the situation we find ourselves in in this country. We are a gaslit nation. There's been so much cognitive dissonance around uh, about our dancing on the precipice of full-blown authoritarianism that it, it's easy to feel like you're going crazy. But listening to this show... Um, it's suddenly like finding yourself among friends. Sure, it's a tough love friendship. Um, they, you know, they're going to tell you that it's a lot later than you think. 
Um, but they also are there for you and they lay out plans of uh, self-care and self-agency to help you make a difference. I think I first truly started to realise how much trouble we were in when Bush Jr. gave his big mission accomplished speech on the aircraft carrier in 2003, chillingly proving Baudrillard's prediction that we had uh, totally slipped into a world of uh, simulated fiction that passes for reality. With the spectacle of the hero president winning a sick war he created on lies, replacing the reality that hundreds of thousands would continue to die after mission accomplished from sanctions, continued violence and the stress of occupation, while military budgets in their billions uh, were and are continued to be harvested for a few for the wealth of a few corporate crime families. So of course you have the Trump crime family built on the bedrock of the Bush crime family, all of which built on the bedrock of capitalism's prime starter ingredients of white supremacy and genocide. I mean, look at the latest and most recent example of this, the attempted coup in the Capitol building. In the immediate fallout, you got the usual gaggle of talking heads on all the news channels claiming that nobody could have seen it coming, as if four years of Trump and the GOP stoking doubts in our electoral process and inciting and inspiring hate in hundreds of well-documented ways, from calling the actual Nazis marking on Charlottesville very fine people, to shouting about the evil and dangers of George Soros, wink, wink, swastika tattooed on your eyelid, literally days before the Tree of Life synagogue massacre at one of Trump's weird and constant rallies of hate that an American president until this time never made a central part of his busy golfing schedule. In Gaslit Nation, they were, you know, remarkable as ever, living out their full-on Cassandra complex in calling it um, an attempted coup right through the past year. So yeah, this is a great podcast and you need to subscribe to it. In fact, you know, you might be thinking too much politics, too much Trump. That's what you're feeling. Maybe, you know, look at your list, unsubscribe and delete Pod Save America or whatever you're listening to and subscribe to this show. I searched for some criticism of the show to see what others were saying and ignoring the Republican outright Trump Nazi stuff. Um, they don't like them. Uh, the other criticism is the uh, usual horrible sexist nonsense about their voices. You know, the baseline Neanderthal bullying that is the underlying hum of our existence in the patriarchy. You know, I was listening to Blind Boy this week and he had a good point. Um, he's an Irish comedian podcast. I'll be reviewing his show soon. I was listening to him and he was saying... Uh, how he's been thinking about Enya and how she took traditional Irish songs and reworked them uh, with synthesizers and special effects. And she had some success, but critically, she's always been dismissed. Um, she's generally considered a bit naff and is actually labelled New Age, Muzak, 
back for the for the yoga studio lobby, coping with a long-term depression while uh, playing with a singing ringing bowl. Whereas Brian Eno, who's basically doing exactly the same thing, is uh, given all the awards and is called an ambient visionary. Anyway, if uh, you think you don't like how these women sound, you need to do some conscious work on your gender biases. <laughs> so, Gaslit Nation gets five stars, two thumbs up, a wonderful and truly cathartic primal scream, and all the marbles. hat too one time time for a poem you're not afraid about death no we have a poem here it's called whitey on the moon Home. There's not to reason why, there's but to do and die. In the room the women come and go, talking of Michelangelo. Tell me lies about capitalism. Nepotism, financial fraud, drop a bomb, praise the Lord. It's the best of all possible systems in the best of all possible worlds. Tell me lies about capitalism. For a low monthly fee of just $8999, you too can own your own senator. Corporate bailouts, trillions spent. Won't you tell me where all the money went? Police budgets, piggy banks. No money for schools, they've bought some tanks. Adam Smith, Mainyard Keys, we've traded off the birds and bees. So drown my eyes in Facebook. Buy me a senator. Tell me lies about capitalism. Go to Yale, ski at Vale, do big crimes and avoid jail. The rich always walk free, cause daddy taught them how to pee on the magic money tree. While nurses use trash bags for PPE. The sick human husk that is Elon Musk would never have to raise his daughter on Flint's poison water. Stop, we have a problem. Whitey is still on the moon. So polish up my bone spurs. Drown my eyes in Facebook. Buy me a senator. Tell me lies 
about capitalism. Kids in cages, the COVID dead, disaster capitalism is sick in the head, fake democracy, real kleptocracy, buy all the president's books, ignore all the hypocrisy, for-profit politics, enraging for gain, it's never been easier to profit from pain. If you are angry, donate to my campaign. You can win a ticket on the Sugar Candy Mountain gravy train. So drive me to a food bank, polish up my bone spurs, drown my eyes in Facebook, buy me a senator, tell me lies about capitalism. Medicare for all, the Green New Deal, crushed under a lobbyist limousine wheel, for-profit healthcare, corporate greed, a big shot of socialism is what we need. Wall Street fraud, Panama Papers. It's the poor's fault, you're all just haters. I work hard, it's not just luck, says literally everyone in Jeffrey Epstein's little black book. So launch me a Kickstarter for insulin. Drive me to a food bank. Polish up my bone spurs. Drown my eyes in Facebook. Buy me a senator. Tell me lies about capitalism. Dark money matters. The NRA. Oligarchs seizing the day. Work three jobs for one job's pay. Deliver my drink, then get out of my way. And the neoliberals come and go, still droning on about Michelangelo, while polar bears have to go fund me for snow. And the FBI? Better watch my back. They can only solve crime if it's black. So strangle me for cigarettes, Kickstarter for insulin, drive me to a food bank, polish up my bone spurs, drown my eyes in Facebook, buy me a senator, tell me lies about capitalism. Slave labor, prison boom, calling Luddites to smash the loom, drop your phone, pick up axes, make the rich pay their taxes. Yours is not to reason why. Yours is but to consume and die. World on fire, glacial melt. Stormtroopers marching from the Bible belt. They kill us in a thousand ways. Gaslit nation till the end of days. Now they want us to ignore their fascist eruption and call for civility to cloak their corruption. So sell me on the stock market. Strangle me for cigarettes. Kickstarter for insulin. Drive me to a food bank. Polish up my bone spurs. Drown my eyes in Facebook. Buy me a senator. Tell me lies. Oh, won't you tell me. Tell me all your lies about capitalism. I'm sitting on top That's a wrap. If you like listening, please spread the word. And if you really want to help, click the link in the show notes and buy me a coffee for a couple of bucks. 
The jazz is provided by the amazing Mario Roms Interzone. I don't know who's providing your jazz, but I think you should switch to these cats. Andy's Podcast, a podcasting podcast, is sponsored by the American Shoe Council. Over 30,000 years of bipedal history. Shoes. How else are you going to protect your feet? Have a great week. The coup failed for now. The cover-up of the coup will probably be successful, but whatever happens, stay safe. Stay healthy. Bye.